I know you believe in him, but do you realize that he believes in you? Who better to give you confidence for your future? You have to believe to achieve. In all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life lessons. Travel along with Bobby as he shares his adventures to China and visits multinational companies around the world. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger. And you know, things have changed quite a bit since I graduated. Even the English language. For instance, when I was a teenager, the word spam meant something completely different. Right? It was like this totally different food group. I just don't want to get into it, but us kids really didn't like it, which thankfully is why you don't see it very much. And who would ever have thought that we would be playing with a mouse every day? Right? Okay, well, there's a new word that keeps appearing everywhere. It's the word blog. How many, how many of you know that one? Okay, well, the graduates. <laughs> I knew it had something to do with the Internet, but I had to look it up. It's basically a personal diary of sorts published daily on a web page. That's a blog. And apparently it's a new generation word that's here to stay. So in honor of our graduates this morning, I've decided to give you a new definition of this strange new word to help guide your future. Here it is. Blog better lean on God. Now, now first you have to understand that you can't sit under Pastor Des Evans for years without getting into these acrostic things. We can't help it. But he's not only the world's best at it, but he, he he trained us all to remember things this way. So, young graduates, remember as you go blogging into the future that you better lean on God. The Word says that my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And as you've completed a major milestone in your life, 
I hope you know that God has great expectations for you. I know you believe in Him, but do you realize that He believes in you? Who better to give you confidence for your future? You have to believe to achieve. In all things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Here's some more good advice for you. When you stumble, don't crumble. Pastor Des said it this way to our generation. Failure isn't final. And failure isn't fatal. It's just part of a life experience that helps define who we are. And you can't fail or succeed if you haven't tried anything. So today, let your hopes, not your hurts, set your goals. And this is to all those graduates who haven't had smooth sailing so far. That would be like me when I was your age. I mean, you're glad you're graduating, but maybe there's been a lot of disappointment in these last few years. So don't be discouraged. That is just so normal. You won't be measured by what you've done so far. Your potential is enormous. And your potential is all ahead of you. Don't let your disappointments of the past affect your attitudes for the future. You just have to keep blogging and keep trying. I love this saying. When you've exhausted all the possibilities, remember this. You have it. When I went back to my 10-year class reunion, I'll never forget that the guy voted most likely to succeed was a bartender. Did you know that Joseph was a slave and yet God said he was a prosperous man? Stay tuned to hear how to anticipate God's favor in your life, even in difficult times. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups and churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life's lessons. Thanks for joining us on The Bright Side. But first, how many know it's really hot out there? I'll tell you how hot it is. It's so hot that NASA, NASA, announced today that even though they are shutting down the space program, they are launching their new long-range popsicle missile program to cool things down. Isn't that great? Can't wait. Got to keep those jobs going. I want to share on the subject of prosperity. Prosperity by going back into the Word 
all the way back to Genesis where God teaches us about prosperity through the life of a young man named Joseph. Now what's interesting about one of the first lessons on prosperity is that God uses an oxymoron to do it. Now, if you don't remember what an oxymoron is, or you think an oxymoron is a distant cousin of yours, <laughs> I, I have one of those. For ex let me explain what an oxymoron is. For, for example, if you say airline food, that's an oxymoron. Uh, or if you say congressional ethics, Unfortunately, that's an oxymoron. Okay, so you get it. But an oxymoron is when you combine contradicting terms. But in Genesis chapter 39, it says this, And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. So Joseph is identified as prosperous. But wait a minute. Just a few verses before this, we learn that Joseph was a slave, having been sold into slavery by his own brothers. So our lesson on prosperity comes from the life of a prosperous slave, which is certainly a contradiction in terms of our understanding of prosperity, Therefore, it seems like an oxymoron, a prosperous slave, because in our culture, we see prosperity as having all the trappings of wealth, money, cars, property, etc. You know, one thing I love about the Word of God is I don't believe God made any mistakes in it. I believe He had a reason for everything. And I don't think it was an accident that way back in the beginning... God pointed out to us through the story of Joseph that being prosperous and having prosperity is not about making money or accumulating wealth. Joseph was a young man who came to know the Lord as a teenager. He sought after the will and destiny that God called him to. And though he suffered greatly and had setbacks along the way, he trusted God. He had integrity. His prosperity was his promise because of his relationship with the Lord. So what we find here is God views prosperity much differently than we do. Material things are not an indicator of prosperity. True prosperity is simply knowing that God is with you in good times and in bad times. True prosperity is His vision alive in your heart. True prosperity is not found in finances, but in the favor and the blessings of God. And in His anointing. And in His power at work in your life. And if we think that God's favor is just the increase in our finances, then we have a diminished and limiting view of what God can do and we need to have our eyes open to the true prosperity that God can give that goes well beyond our carnal knowledge and understanding of wealth. Joseph was a slave 
in the house of a rich and powerful man. And yet God saw Joseph as the prosperous one. Joseph knew he was prosperous because he knew prosperity comes from God and not from man. Because he trusted God, he had a confidence on the inside that was not affected by his circumstances on the outside. The word says this, Remember the Lord your God, for it is He who produces or who gives you the ability to produce wealth. I think the most important takeaway in this story of Joseph, the prosperous slave, is we need to stop interpreting so many of God's principles as relating to just our finances. Joseph, listen to this, Joseph had a prosperity mentality. And he lived a very successful life with many accomplishments. But God didn't measure his prosperity by what he had on the outside, but from what he had on the inside. And what he had on the inside is where all the prosperity came from, including the sizable external wealth that he created. The word says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So we don't want to limit God by praying for Him to prosper us just financially. We want to pray for God to prosper us in what? In all things. In all things and in everything that we do. Today, I hope you know that you can prosper in the Lord and in the world because of the confidence and faith you have in Jesus Christ. You can prosper just like Joseph, even in tough financial times. So don't get discouraged. Anticipate, anticipate the blessing and favor of God in your life. And I promise you, something good will happen to you in Jesus' name. Can you receive that word this morning? Wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have to think about money all the time? Coming up, learn how facing financial struggles is part of the journey God has put us on. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast on the bright side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197, 847-312-8197. For those times when you need a powerful, dependable light that you don't have to hold with your hands, the Nebo Tool Dual Headlamp is your all-powerful, hands-free lighting solution. The dual headlamp's on-off push button allows you to easily cycle through all four light modes. Go from intense white light to pulsing red beacon instantly. A low signature red light mode allows for enhanced night vision and low light reading. The 250 lumen power LED mode spot beam reaches over 400 feet. And a wide flood beam fully illuminates your immediate area. Tough 
reliable, lightweight, and completely shockproof. The dual headlamp is perfect for those times when you need powerful, dependable, hands-free light. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools, maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. We return to On the Bright Side. According to the New York Times, the Verizon company will receive over a billion dollars of bailout stimulus money to bring uh, fast internet service to low-income areas around the country. So soon, people will be able to go online and see that they have no money in the bank at, six, at 768 kilobits per second. <laughs> I think it's great that how they're using all that money. You know, I've been a part of the tithes and offering time of the service for several years now, and by now, you know that I don't always talk about tithing and giving or money issues. Many times I'm just hoping to bring an encouraging word to some of you. But this morning I want to remind us that this part of the service is very meaningful. Because it's not only a biblical directive for us to tithe and to give, but tithing and giving is something we all need to do. We need to do it for ourselves and for our own spiritual growth. And we especially need to give in difficult times. Let's talk about tithing for a second. Tithing, or giving 10% of our income, really isn't giving the same way. Tithing is an act of obedience. And it's important to God that we do it. And when we do it, we're acknowledging that everything we have belongs to God. And that's a good enough reason we should tithe. But the reason we need to tithe, say with me, need to tithe. The reason we need to tithe is because when we tithe, the remaining 90% of what we have is blessed. So while tithing is expected, it's also respected. But giving is also an important part of our life and is very important to God. Did you know that there are over 2,000 verses in the Bible that reference money or possessions. In contrast, there are about 500 verses about faith and about 500 verses about prayer. And of the 38 parables that Jesus used, 16 of them had to do with money. In the Bible, the word give is used 2,285 times. That sounds like a lot. The word love appears 733 times. The message here is that what we do with and how we handle our money is a big deal in developing our relationship with the Lord. You see, God uses money to test us. And hear this, amazingly, He allows us to use money to test Him. One of the reasons we need to give, say we need to give, well, that was, that was really enthusiastic. <laughs> Say with me, we need to give. We need to give. Is because giving keeps our heart in the right place. What we give to defines our, our priorities. The Word says where our treasure is, our hearts will follow. And there is nothing better to defeat materialism in our life than giving. Giving affirms that old saying that the greatest things in life are not things. Another reason we need to give, say we need to give, we need to give. 
that's better, thank you. We need to give simply to benefit other people. Since the beginning of time, there has always been those who are in great need. And the Lord made it clear that the church, that's us, are supposed to help them. We're not to share the gospel with them and just stop. We're to love them. And we're to share with them in tangible ways. The old saying is that you can, you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. We also need to give. So we can see God's principles and truth manifested directly into our own life. Let me say that again. We need to give so we can see God's principles and truths manifested directly in our own lives. The Word says, give, and it will be given to you in good measure. Press down, shaken together, and running over and pouring over into your lap. We need to give so we can experience that in our own life. And finally, we need to give. Because giving glorifies God. You see, giving really is an act of worship. Just like praising Him is. The Word says it's more blessed to give than receive. And giving is a way that we can tangibly show our gratitude for all that He has already given us. Wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have to think about money all the time? I mean, we didn't have to try and make ends meet, have to provide all the needs for our families. I mean, I know we feel that way. But you see, that struggle, that challenge to meet all the demands of the day is part of the journey that God has put us on. And when we labor in the field and earn our wage and are still faithful, in spite of our financial struggles, he places in our hearts the desire to give what we can, knowing that it takes faith to do it. And that's when something special happens. That's when we go, grow stronger in the Lord. That's when his principles about money and prosperity are activated in our lives. And that's why we need to give. So giving is important, and we need to do it well. The Apostle Paul said this, See that you excel in this grace of giving. Now I happen to know, in case you don't, that Bethesda has always been a generous and giving place. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? 
Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.